Good morning. My name is Tricia Churko, and I'm the Marketing and Communication Director for the Multiple Listing Service and the Long Island Board of Realtors. We represent all the real estate professionals working in Suffolk, Nassau, Queens, and Brooklyn. Today, my guest is Paul Wernersbach, the broker owner of Sunset 3 Realty in Brightwaters, who's been just working kind of a rookie, working in the business for just the past 46 years. Paul is, uh, and I are going to have a discussion that discusses how you can detach yourself as a homeowner, um, how you can detach your emotions from selling your home if you're a homeowner. Many people have a very strong emotional attachment to their home, especially if they've lived in it for decades. But experts say, research shows, that the average length of time that a homeowner stays in their home is somewhere between five and seven years. Obviously, for those folks, they're going to have a little bit of an easier time detaching themselves emotionally and being ready to sell their home quicker than someone that's owned it for a longer period of time. Now I'm going to turn the microphone over to Paul, who's going to set the stage and talk a little bit on this subject. Hi, Paul. Good morning. I'd just like to start off with uh, some very basic ideas. One is that life is a sequential series of events driven not by logic, not by research and not by perception, but by the intangible element of emotion and its components of fear, love, and hate. Uh, Roger Ebert actually said, your intellect may be confused, but your emotions will never lie to you. Your subconscious is motivated by emotion and never reason. Emotion is energy in motion, not substantiated by any actual physical, tangible, or realistic choices. And buying or selling a home is no different. Since the only tool we use to conduct our business as brokers, as sellers, as buyers, as words, is as the saying goes, the power of words cannot hammer a nail, but can start a revolution. They can be as soft as a purring kitten on your cheek, or as uncomfortable as a, creating those goosebumps we used to get as kids on a blackboard. I get all of that, but I only heard the word fear. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to say, should I be afraid to sell my home? Oh, without should a doubt. I, without a doubt. Okay. Let's address that because uh, for many homeowners, they've reached a point where they want to or know that they need to sell their home um, to move on and have a lifestyle change. Always for the better, I, I hope. Some of the reasons, like you already know, working in the business for so many years, um, that homeowners uh, have to, to sell their home is that it's too small. So they want to buy something larger as their families increased. They want to upgrade to a better neighborhood, a better school district, a fancy, a grander home, okay, because life has uh, has been good to them, and the circumstances are that they financially can do that. Some have a job transfer. Some have things happen in a personal relationship 
where something has changed and there's a need to move to a different house. Let's talk about how uh, people, homeowners, all right, uh, wrestling with getting to the point of calling the realtor, their local realtor, and having them come in and give a CMA and tell them what the value of their property is worth and doing a formal listing presentation, okay? Um, when they may be wrestling with um, memories and feelings and emotions that are attached to that home, okay? Um, what advice can you give them, Paul, to help make that process easier? Just as many people get attached to selling their cars, try to imagine that a hundred mm -hmm. times greater in selling their home. Huh. So uh, we encourage a seller to cherish the memories they've had in a home, but to concentrate on the future. Imagine the wonderful memories that they will have in their new home. And just to think about the excitement of change. Change is difficult. Change is awkward. But uh, as you said earlier, home is where the heart is. It's never truer. Um, they have wondrous family memories, but the seller is fortunate to have some very good memories and to accept moving on don't and will never negate the past. So it's, it's about moving on, it's about attitude, and it's about perception of what they see in the future. Do you find um, when you get called uh, for a listing presentation uh, that, that there's a homeowner, homeowners uh, that are considering uh, selling and they, they call Sunset 3 Realty, come in, uh, tell us what our home is worth? Um, is there ever a time where they don't move forward? You've told them what their house is worth. It's worth a million times more than what they purchased. The equity is there. Everything's in line that they financially are going to have a win and, and move on. And, and yet they're still wrestling with the idea of allowing you to put that for sale sign on the property. Have, have, do you experience that? And if so, how do you help that homeowner feel more comfortable with what it is they know they need to do? Well, they need to take the next step. And they need to stop focusing on what they're losing and start imagining on what they're going to be gaining, both financially with the fact that they have a considerable amount of more equity in a property than they ever imagined. And I typically suggest in most cases that they put it away and squirrel it away somewhere, not to spend it all on the next property. Um, Kids. Often sellers have uh, been watching too much HDTV and other shows where it suggests staging. Staging, as you you well know, has to do with removing personal items out of the house as part of the separation process. Some people take it to the extreme and they remove everything, leaving white spots on the wall where they took down the family portraits. It's actually a detriment to selling the home. Buyers want to see that there is some love in the home and that there is some hominess in the home. So I wouldn't remove it all. Well, I'm curious when you, you um, what specifically, uh, when you go into the home and you get ready to put it on the market with the homeowners and, and list it, um, like you're saying, don't remove certain, be, be um, mindful to if you remove something from the wall, like the 24 by 36 family portrait done in 1975, that there's a good chance over the couch that there's going to be this, uh, you know, white area as compared to the rest of the color of the room. Um, so I get that. But are there certain things that the homeowner 
can, should take down or put away for their own sake, almost to, to uh, depersonalize, if just a little bit, the, the property and make it more like a property than a home. So when you walk through a house in, in any of your recent, recent listings, okay, what do you find yourself telling the homeowner to maybe put away or pack up? Is it a matter of personalization or is it really a matter of decluttering? It's a combination of both. Obviously, there's things in the home such as uh, bowling trophies and the son's uh, soccer championship trophy, uh, sports memorabilia where uh, they may be a Yankee or a Jets fan, and the people coming into the house are Mets and the Giant fans. So you've got situations where it can be a little on the negative side on the first impression by a buyer. So you try to really pick out the items that remove you know, the chasky things that they picked up on their last vacation that just look like clutter. To them, it might mean something, but to a stranger in the home, it's it's a bit of a turnoff, and as you said, it adds to clutter in the house. So we try to clean up that, but still keep the home in a very warm, loving sense. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's professional home stagers out there. Of course, they come with a price. Uh, if a homeowner were to hire a, a, a staging company. And just for, the, for our listeners, a staging company is a professional service that kind of comes in, come in, tell me if I'm wrong, Paul, and, and sets the whole house up to be uh, a showcase, say. Um, that's not always the right way to go. Um, another way to go would be your real your realtor would be able, like what you're suggesting, to go through the house with the homeowners and... Um, make suggestions of how to make the house more marketable. I mean, isn't that why some homeowners hire a realtor to list the house in the first place? Well, that's true, but stagers uh, in the real market. The real market is the everyday people that buy everyday homes. They're not going to come in with a designer Eames lounge and park tables and all this other fancy artwork. They're going to be looking for a house that they can feel comfortable in, that they feel they can raise their children in and something that they feel comfortable in inviting people over and family of, for family events. So that typically doesn't get in that depth of staging. Okay. It just makes people a little more comfortable. Got it. Um, uh, do you find that when, uh, especially in today's market, how would you describe today's market? Uh, is it a buyer's market? Is it a seller's market? And uh, do you ever find that homeowners may co- finally make that call to you, come in and tell us what our home is worth? And you can tell when you get there that they may be a little nervous. Obviously, maybe they tell you they've lived there for 30, 40 years. You can see they've built their whole life. Um, but then you tell them using the CMA what the value of their home is today. Um, do you think when a homeowner has that information that they become a little less emotionally detached and start to see it a little bit more as a financial transaction, a good one um, in most cases, let's say. Uh, how does that all come into play? When I go out and I do a CMA or comparative market analysis, I try to really break it down into an educational process for the seller. And as you said, most people that we list homes for have been in a house for two or three decades. They haven't gone through this process recently. Mm-hmm. So they're very unfamiliar with what's happened in the marketplace which changes almost daily. 
So we educate them as to what the marketing approaches are going to be. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be running an ad in a local newspaper necessarily, but it's going to be on the internet. It's going to be with video. It's going to be with pictures. And the buyers, in a lot of cases, actually come to us and give us the selection of homes that they want to see. So it's presentation and it's pricing. But if you educate the seller into all the tools that the buyer is using as well as that they could use, it, it eases that whole transition. Okay. Um, do you find that a lot of homeowners that are in their house for 20, 30, 40 years are surprised at what you tell them today on Long Island, uh, what their home is worth? Although the prices really haven't gone up that much since the collapse in 2007, 2009, it is, as you said, it's a seller's market because the inventory is low, interest rates are still substantially lower than what they've been in many decades. So the buyers, there's a pent-up buyer market, and now with the change in the economy and a better perception of things to come, there are more buyers in the market and less merchandise to buy. So an opportunity for the seller is to make the home look as best as it can be and price it more realistically. I mean, everyone feels their home is worth millions of dollars in emotion, but it's really worth what the bank is going to say they're going to finance. Got it. So it's not really just financial, it's emotional too, and if I hear what you've been, what we've been talking about, and if I, uh, if I hear you correctly too, um, the homeowner needs to be comfortable and be ready, whatever that means, ready, to list that property. Because uh, some of the articles that I've read, even in just preparing for this discussion, and I'm not a realtor like you, okay, um, it's it's all about timing, they say. And they say that if a homeowner isn't really ready to list the home, they're feeling pressure and stress from maybe outside sources, family and friends, sell, move on, whatever. Uh, it could almost sabotage uh, the, 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 the process of selling it because the homeowner really isn't invested in getting that home sold. Have you experienced anything like that where there's almost like listing remorse? (laughs) Very often. Very often. Uh, They're afraid and fear is another emotion that they're being driven by. Mm -hmm. Fear of the unknown. Where am I going to go after this? Uh, Who's going to be buying the home? In a lot of cases, though, the, the relationship between the potential buyer and the potential seller on the initial uh, introduction will make a difference in whether the seller will like to sell and are negotiating to that buyer to sell to them based on the fact that this uh, young daughter looked at the young the daughter's old room who moved out 20 years ago but happened to like the wallpaper and the Cinderella this and that and the other thing. So oftentimes a seller will sell to someone not necessarily on price alone but on how they perceive the home will live on in perpetuity, so to speak, mm-hmm. that, and the love that they had for it. So you were saying the buy, uh, you know, a buyer comes in and sees the wallpaper that triggers an emotion in their own mind or something like that. While they are, here you've got the sellers who's dealing with their own emotion of separation. Tell me um, your experience with buyers' emotion in this. Do they have emotion? Are they emotionally invested in the process? Or are they going there um, with just, we need three bedrooms, two baths, and, and $400,000, and boom, 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 and get, you know. 
two answers to that question. First of all, when we speak to a seller, we typically use the word house. We drop the term home because we're trying to separate the two. And when we speak to a buyer, we use the word home and we try to avoid the use of the word house. So we're trying to reattach the buyer to a purchase and a seller to a sell. And for example, one of my agents recently sold a home to a lovely couple with three young children and they're looking to move out of their parents' basement apartment to find a home. After a search of many, many weeks and lots of highs and lows, they made offers, lost offers. My agent, just for the heck of it, showed them a home that was considerably different from what they were told by the buyers that they were looking for. Needed some repairs, was older, without updates that the buyer preferred, but the young couple loved it. They couldn't sign contracts quicker. They couldn't abort it quicker. And why? Because the house was the first time that they had ever met as teenagers in a house party by a friend of theirs, and that's where they fell in love. So attitude is everything. Attitude is everything. Okay. Um, how about some closing remarks uh, on this subject? Um, how you have any final thoughts on this? Um, I love quotes, and I love quotes by a number of things, but you cannot command emotion, but you command an action. And uh, attitude is everything, and most of all, listen to your real estate agent's advice. That's why you hire them. Try to hire a qualified agent who's a member of the Long Island Board of Realtors, that most of us are. And, of course, MLSLI.com is our primary source for up-to-date, on-time, real-time information. Right. And, and homeowners um, that are thinking about going down this road and listening and selling, they need to know that when they do call a real estate professional, there's no obligation. I mean, you're just getting information. You're getting a CMA. You're getting, you know, uh, you're fact-finding. You're considering this. It, it, you shouldn't hesitate to call someone if you're really thinking about pursuing this, correct? As a homeowner, you hire the agent. So... In your hiring process, you should interview that agent and feel confident that what they're telling you is not only the truth, which it is in most cases, but that you're giving real facts, real information, not something you saw on TV or that the neighbor down the block told you. And so you could really put all of that information together and then emotionally make the choice to move if it's the best time, and it is right now the best time because of the other uh, circumstances that are currently in play and because um, mm -hmm. it is a seller's market that we know without a doubt without a doubt well thank you very much for your time today you're and your and your um sharing your expertise in real estate with our listeners and again this is Tricia Cherko with the multiple listing service of Long Island you can find us at mlsli.com uh we are the best source for local real estate information right Paul you set it up perfect Okay, everybody, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Stay well.